You ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Because I'm ready. I'm here. I'm ready to go. Are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Let go. Live from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Thursday, November 18th. 2021, and this is episode number 370 of Barry on Deck. As always, Barry on Deck, brought to you by the AP Law Group. Listen, don't be a dummy. If you've been hit by an uninsured motorist, or you've been injured in an accident, or you've even had a loved one who suffered a, a wrongful death at the negligence of somebody else, do yourself a solid. Put this number Right there, right there in your phone. 713-913-GO-AP or log on to APLawGroup.com. That's the play. Don't get played. Call the AP Law Group. Hey, welcome to the program. Welcome to the show. Lots of fun ahead. <laughs> on a Thursday, I've reached out to Kelly Eco so we can talk rockets. We'll see what he says. I don't know if he's going to be able to make it, but we're efforting... Uh, we're efforting. I did tweet the show, Fidel. Thank you, buddy. Uh, yes, big firm results is still the the ticket of the day. Uh, so much to discuss. We've got great news. If you're an Astros fan, we'll talk a little Deion Sanders. What's his next move? Would it surprise you who the highest paid coach in sports is? It might if you consider worldwide and soccer and everything else, maybe, or football. Uh, so we got to talk about that. We've got a lot of non-sports that we haven't gotten to this week. Uh, yesterday, we had uh, the wonderful and amazing Kiki Maroon join me. So we pushed some of that stuff back. I've got some weird sports. I've got some weird non-sports. A lot of fun to be had. But I want to start the day, like we always do, recognizing the greatest deckhead in the history of the world, at least for the next two hours. And it is none other than my dog, my dude, my guy, my fam. <laughs> Eric Resendez, congratulations, my friend, you guys. Eric was the first in the chat. Eric was the first with a super chat. The first like, he gets a triple crown. Jeff Bell, put it in the books. Eric Resendez knocks it out of the park for the Barry on Deck triple crown. Uh, homie, I appreciate you. Thank you for getting in early. And I love the message. He's like, did I get it? Did I get it? I said, yeah, you got it. He said, cool, as long as it wasn't house. So I'm also here for that. I'm also here for that. Um, what's up, Katie? Good luck with your meeting. Uh, 
So Eric Resendez, I don't think Eric, have you gotten a, have you had a triple crown? I think you've had a couple. I don't know that you've had a lot, but you're definitely in the books for 2021 for the triple crown. Uh, and what's up to the rest of the chat? Got to say hey to everybody. Lil Uzi was so close. I mean, it was like, bam, bam, back to back on my screen. Uh, super close there. And Eric Resendez, thank you for the $2 super chat. Uriel Villanueva is here. Mr. 1% Chris Reyes is here. The unofficial moderator of Facebook with no privileges, but he's he's over there raising hell. Uh, Steven, the weather guy, I uh, mentioned. Uh, Flip, what's up, dude? Justin Swinford is here. John Dory's in early, which I dig. Cisco, hi from hi. How are you, buddy? Uh, Joe Pro, what's up, fam? Good to have you. AJB is in the building. Rudolph Rodriguez with the message of the decade. It gets no better than that. Who else? Alex Villanueva and Cece. My girl, what's up? Get ready to head to KC for the Dallas game. So that's cool. Joe Pro. He's like nods at everybody. Hello, family. Uh, Jen is here. Katie is here. House is in the building. Going to catch the replay. Going to meeting. Well, screw you. Like the video. Yes, like the video, people. What he means is give it a thumbs up. Uh, White Magic is here. Ray, uh, D-Mata, TDP, Total Dallas, Shelby is here. What's up, girl? Uh, who else? Uh, Mimi. What's up, Mimi? How are you? Wallace is here. What's up, homie? Oh, I think Quinn just rolled off my screen there. There goes Quinn. What's up, dude? How are you, man? Thank you for being here. Fidel and Philip Bernard. Uh, who else? Hey, Seuss. What's up, man? How are you, dude? Thanks for being here. Peace to you as well. KD. Can we get to 25 likes? God, I hope so, Katie. Your mouth to YouTube God's ears. We're at 21. Let's go, fam. We need four more. I tweeted out the show. We got to get those folks in here. Uh, I don't know what's going on in the Facebooks, but we're good to go. Now, let's get to the sports headlines. Oh, I have bad news. Before we do the sports, I have bad news. Uh, today is Thursday. And normally on a Thursday, it's three-hour Thursday. It's probably going to be more like two-and-a-half-hour Thursday today. So we probably... No, I didn't get a job. That's I, I, that Would would that be bad news or good news if I got a job? I would still do Barry on Deck, by the way. But the, the, the schedule might change pending the job. Like if I, if I got a job in radio and I was on air from one to four or whatever... I just do either do Barry on deck in the morning or I would do it at night, but I wouldn't listen. I told you guys, this is literally the only thing in my life I have control of <laughs> is this show. And, and half the time, I don't even have control of that. You guys just take it over and run with it. And sometimes you ruin it. Sometimes you make it great. But yeah, this is like the one thing I have that I'm kind of holding on to. So even if I get a job, I'm still doing it. Um, the bad news is it's a three hour Thursday. Barry on deck in the morning. Yeah. has a good ring to it. I, I wouldn't like it. What's up, crystal meth. How are you, sweetie? I hope you're doing well, baby girl. I hope you're doing well. Um, house with his reverse caps cracks me up every time. He looks like he's like, bah, bah. um, no three hour show today. I have a gig in Beaumont with Suntran. It starts at seven. Which means I need to be in the car on the road by 5 to get there by 7. So that's not going to work. I can't get to the gig because it's just me and son and I'm opening for him. We're, we're co-headlining the event. I'm going first. So I'm going to have to be done by maybe 4.20, 4.30 and then just skip skedaddle and be on the road. What's up, Real Real? Robert Carbajal, what's up, famo? 
So, no three-hour show today. I apologize. Learn, I apologize. We went extra yesterday, though, with Kiki, so maybe that'll make up for it. But uh, I'll go to, yeah, 420. That has a nice ring to it, right? Um, so, so if you're in the Beaumont area, come out to the gig. It's, uh, hold on, I got to look at my Twitter. I don't even know where I'm performing at. It's called, uh, it's, uh, fuck. Where is it? <laughs> Did I even tweet this some bitch? I thought I tweeted it out. Oh, oh, there we go. I was like, what the hell is going on? Uh, Lacuna Tequila Bar. I don't know. It's in Beaumont, heartthrob. It's in Beaumont. Uh, about to take off. Bye, CC. Travel safe. Uh, love you, too. So, yeah, no three-hour show today. But we got plenty to do, uh, including getting to the sports headlines, which we need to get into right away. Blue Jays, Robbie Way. Robbie Way? Okay, easy for me to say. The Blue Jays, Robbie Ray, wins the AL Cy Young. I don't think that's a huge surprise for everybody, but uh, when you consider that I think dude had a six-plus ERA in the bubble last year, four-plus ERA for his career, really turned his shit around and uh, looked like a world beater. So it wasn't really close. He got like 29 of the 30 Cy Young votes, the first place votes, he got one second place vote. And then Garrett Cole got one first place vote, Yankee. And then 29 second place votes. So it really wasn't close. It was almost damn near unanimous, umominous. There's got to be one asshole, Yankee, that voted for Cole. Brewers Corbin Burns, on the other hand, barely edges out the Philly Zach Wheeler for the NL Cy Young. Now, that was a close race. They tied for first place votes, but Burns gets more second place votes, and that's how he ends up winning the NL Cy Young. Joe Flacco is going to start for the Jets on Sunday versus the Dolphins. So there you go, White Mike. After four interceptions, Jets fans are chanting, we want Flacco in the game. Oh, man, it seems like just two weeks ago when Jets fans were like, Mike White's the savior of the franchise. Zach who? And now, fast forward three weeks to and four interceptions, and it's, we want Flacco. S-U-C-K, Jets, Jets, Jets. It's pretty crazy. Uh, USFL's planning to play again next spring. We kind of knew that, but uh, they just wanted everybody to know that they're back. The Cleveland Indians will finally become the Cleveland Guardians on Friday. So tomorrow, they flip the switch, and they have a new name. The NBA general managers are forming an association. This is kind of interesting because the, the, the Blazers are looking for a way out of their contract with their current GM. What is the Blazers GM name? Blazers GM is, no, not the Chevy Blazer from GM. God damn it. Portland Trail Blazers, not a hoodie. I need the GM. Neil O'Shea. They're trying to get out of his contract. And they're they're like, well, if we fire him, we got to pay him. But if we just open up a probe and look for just cause and can find a loophole, they're like, well, you're not supposed to drink coffee after nine on Saturdays when using the company server. So we get to fire you with cause and don't have to pay you. That's what they're doing right now. They're basically on a witch hunt. So GMs across the league are like, nah, fam, we're not going to stand for this. 
And they're forming their own union. Basically like the NBA Coaches Association, now there's going to be an NBA GMs Association. Kind of crazy. Whatever. Do you, boo-boo. But that's the background and the story behind that. And the final headline of the day. Happy birthday, D-Mata. Buddy, I failed you yesterday. I failed you tremendously because I didn't look at my rundown all the way through. And I missed your birthday. Ask Jen. I was devastated and heartbroken that I missed it and did not get to wish you, D-Mata, a happy birthday yesterday on this show. Uh, So I gave you the first ever D-Mata you are the first birthday and deckhead really mentioned in the headlines. So I hope that honor that I have bestowed upon you was uh, enough to make up for it. I don't double shots. I got to drive to Beaumont. Let's let's slow down on the getting Laminac drunk and driving thing. But we are doing shots. And buddy, we're going to do the tequila that you sent me. So I'm going to knock out this 1800 silver in honor of you, Dimana. Wish I had a lime. That'd be dope. But if you guys do me a solid in the chat, I saw it on the Discord. I appreciate that. Many of you wished him a happy birthday on Twitter. Demata, get your get your eighteen hundred out with me, buddy. Go grab it real quick. This looks like water. This this totally looks like water. I could be just shooting water right now. But I'm gonna ah tequila ah. We're gonna do this, Demata, because I love you, buddy. From the bottom of my heart, I, I apologize profusely for uh, missing it yesterday. You know I love you. You know I appreciate you. I have from the day that you started supporting me until now. And uh, I hope yesterday you had a great day. You got some roadhead or a hand job or whatever it is you're into, buddy. Cheers to you, my friend. I very much appreciate you. And I hope you had the happiest of happy birthdays. Salud. Uh. That's pretty good. That's not bad. The one thing I, I usually don't like about tequila is there is certainly a bit of an aftertaste. Berry face, berry after a shot. Bitch. If you know, if you, if these shots that I have to do. Merry Christmas, D-Mata. No, we're not doing the Merry Christmas. Yeah, well. The shots sometimes get me. This was this was good. This was like drinking water. Shit. This is pretty good, Dimata. Thanks for the tequila. Happy birthday, buddy. I love you. All right. Let's get to the show. We got shit to do. Uh man, did anything happen? Anything interesting happen in uh Houston sports last night? Anything anything interesting? I don't let's see. Um What? Guys, guys, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. JV is back. Back again. Now, how happy are you? Really? Really and truly. How happy are you to have Justin uh, Verla? Oh, why is that doing that? What the hell? I just need to see if they're... Oh, shut up! Okay, so I'm not getting the, the, the comments from Facebook in the feed for some reason. I gotta see what's going on here. <laughs> Super weird. All right. Well, 
If I don't see, I see them other. I see Chris Reyes and Aaron and Chris and Casey Brown. What's up, Casey? Holy shit, I just saw you, homie. What's up, man? Um, all right, so let me tell you what. When this Astros offseason started, I told you guys, and I was adamant about the fact that, that Carlos Correa and the shortstop position was not the number one need for this team. There was a plethora of shortstop uh, options available on the open market that could have been had for a reasonable price that would not have been Carlos Correa worthy, but you could have either replaced his bat, replaced his defense, and if you wanted to open up the checkbook a little bit, done both. But what I said, and what I think a lot of you and a lot of people in general when it comes to baseball agreed upon was, this team needs an ace. We saw it in the playoffs. They really had no stopper. And Justin Verlander, since 2017, has been the stopper when healthy, when playing. So the fact that they made him the qualifying offer, he pitched for 20 teams. Everybody agreed he looked great. He looked back. He's superhuman as it is. A physical specimen, if you will. I mean, I'd hit. Look at that. Look at those. Look at those arms. I'd hit. Look at that. Look at that majestic beard. Second only to my majestic beard. That's so sad. Uh, this is exactly what this franchise needed. And and I think you look at Thor as a risk. You look at Verlander as a risk. You look at maybe Kershaw as a risk. What Scherzer's probably the most solid thing you've got going. But what you were able to do is a short-term deal. Now he's 38. I get it. He's older. He's 30. <laughs> look at Perry. He's 50, though. I, I understand that, but you got to understand, uh, Perry, that he's also superhuman. He's uh, it doesn't make sense how good Justin Verlander is. It's the devil you know versus the devil you don't, right? I think the only hesitation I have is the fact that this is a one-year deal with a player option, and if he falls apart and proves out to be a shell of his former self, now you're paying $25 million and he's got a player option. But I think that's what it was going to take, and that might have been the difference. Maybe there were other teams that were offering $27, $28 million for one year, but the Astros maybe sweetened the deal or maybe more per year with the player option. I don't know. I don't have any insight to it, but there was either... Either everybody else was offering less than 25 or they were only offering one year. But there's a reason that he chose the Astros over everybody else. And it was probably one of those two things. Now, he's 38. His arm is 68. Actually, it's the opposite of that white magic. He might be 38. His arm is 28. This is the dude that will go seven and eight if you need him to. And he'll get stronger as he does it. Now, will he have a blow up game here and there? Yes, everybody does. You need just look at the playoffs and look at what happened to some of these aces. But the fact of the matter is, Justin Verlander was one of the top free agent arms on the market, at least for another year as you make maybe one more World Series run. I'll take this. I'll absolutely take this. I think what they have to do now is figure out, can you afford to get one of those secondary arms? I, you know what I wouldn't mind? If you're going to take a flyer on a guy like Jake Odorizzi, Take a flyer on a Corey Kluber. Hey, throw 10 Gurr out there and see if he'll bite. I'd be good with that because if it works out and he's the comeback player of the year, now you've got a rotation of Verlander, McCullers, Kluber, Fromber. Listen, there's a lot of things 
There's a lot of things that could be worse than that. Now you can still you still have to address uh, the the shortstop position. You're still going to have to go out and sign a guy. But I tell you right now, if you can get a one two one two three punch in your starting rotation, and end up settling for like I threw out an Anderson Simmons. I'm okay with that. Now, James Click, I had said, oh, you could also maybe move Bregman to third and put in Chris Bryan, and, and Click said that's not going to happen, and I think his injury history has something to do with that. Uh, Bregman's injury history, that is. So, yeah, I, I look, Stroman's going to demand a lot of money. Alex said, what about Stroman? Stroman's going to get a pretty penny, and it would be nice to get younger. Why are all the comments so fucked up? Let me Let me refresh the page here. Actually, let me close this and reopen. The comments are acting screwy. Every time I click on one, it shows me the other one. I don't, I don't know what the hell that's all about. Let me reopen this. Let me get this over here and move this. Okay. Uh, Dimata said, don't you, don't you get better after Tommy John surgery? No, no, you don't get better after Tommy John surgery, especially the older you get. Now, you might be 23, have Tommy John surgery, and then within a year of recovery or two, you start to pitch better than you did before. But there's also something to be said for maturity and, you know, your peak performance of 20, your peak age of performance of 27, 28 years old and hitting that. So it's all a timing thing. Tommy John used to be pretty much career ending in baseball. Now guys are rebounding in less than a year and pitching as well and sometimes better than they did before, but that could be just them naturally getting better. Do I think Justin Verlander is going to pitch better than he did before Tommy John? No, because he's 38. Do I think he's still going to have a stuff? Yes, absolutely. Because if anybody's going to do it, it's him. If you told me it was Lance McCullers, I'd be worried. But for some reason, Verlander is just this sturdy arm that you feel like you can count on. Uh, so I, I, I expect him to bounce back and be his former self. Doesn't mean he won't have a setback injury wise, but if healthy, I expect to get ACE level, Justin Verlander. I mean, I, I would trust him more after Tommy John than I did Zach Greinke after just being Zach Greinke. So, um, good, good move by the Astros. Glad to see they opened up the pocketbook. The player option scares me a little bit, but you got to do what you got to do to get him. Uh, well, Walt said, since it's what are the odds Thursday? That's not a thing. What are the odds JV was away from the team all year getting the special overseas treatment? I want to assume I know what special overseas treatment is. Like, is that like horse meat or weed? I don't know. Or hand jobs. I don't know which one you're talking about. Uh, why well, magic saying the examples of players who pitched just as well after Tommy John? I mean, I'd have to go back and look. Let's see. Uh, I mean, Google's your friend, white magic pitchers that pitched well after Tommy John surgery. Here you go. History of second Tommy John surgeries notes Jacob deGrom, Steven Strasburg, Adam Wainwright, David Wells are among the several well known pitchers that have thrived after surgery. This article came out in. November of 2020, uh, Clevenger. I mean, dude, Tommy John is now a very much uh, common surgery. There are players that have to get Tommy John surgery. So, um, yeah, it's it's definitely not what it used to be. 
Nathan Ivaldi is perhaps the, had his finest season in 2018, his first year back from a second Tommy John surgery. So not just one, but two. So, dude in Washington fell off. You talking about Strasburg? There are there look there are there are plenty of uh, folks. Padres starter will miss 2021 season after becoming 43rd major league pitcher to have a second Tommy John surgery. So there's dudes having two of them. That's Clevenger. Um, list of players who underwent Tommy John surgery. There's a whole ass list and it's long and I'm not going through it all. Um, but feel free, but yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same. So, uh, all right. Stroh's now have seven starters. Something has to give what up B what up Frederick? Yeah. Uh, I think what you're, I, I, the Stroh's don't have seven starters. They have seven guys that can start. I mean, Christian Javier, if you're counting that guy, um, no. Oh, Oh, you were asking. Yeah, no, um, Strasburg didn't. I I think that's who you're talking about. You, you, you're going to see Justin Verlander be on the pitch count for sure, at least through until the playoffs. Now, that that makes sense. But I, I, I suspect his stuff will be just as good. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to make a point. I forget what it is now. Okay. Sometimes the chat gets uh, gets the best of me. I get distracted. Oh, Kobe used to go to other countries to get treatment not legal in the U.S. Like stem cells. Aha! I don't know why we can't do stem cells here. Um. Okay. So we talked a little Astros. Uh, there was a point. Damn it. There was a point I was going to make. Oh, the seven starters. So Christian Javier is a guy that can bounce back and forth. I think what you're going to see here, uh, Frederick, is... Do you remember 2017 when Brad Peacock and Colin McHugh were starters, but then they became long relievers and specialty guys out of the bullpen? If Lance misses two weeks, if Justin Verlander needs some time off on the IL, that's when you that's the luxury of having two extra arms that you would normally trust to be in your rotation to begin with, but are not necessary because you front loaded the rotation with ones and twos. So the other option too is trade pieces. Maybe you trade for an expiring shortstop contract or the one that would be up soon that teams have, you know, are losing control of or whatever. So it's not, you know, if you recall, what was that? Was it Marte? Francis Martez or whatever that they traded away in order to improve the team. That kind of stuff happens as well. So it's not, trust me, there's no, there's no problem with having seven good starters. That's a luxury. You either now will have great middle relief. You have great uh, backups for your if your guys get injured that are in your starting five, or you have great trade pieces. And I shouldn't say great. That's, I'm using that word a little loosely there. But you'll have some trade pieces as well. So keep that in mind. Uh, I'm all in for pitch count. JV pitched so many innings in 2019. He's kind of gasped by the playoffs. Yeah, I, and I agree with that too. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that they need to be extra uh, cautious with both him and Lance. And if you're an Astros fan, you got to be thrilled that Justin Verlander's an Astro, but a, but a little bit cautious going into next season that look, when on, they've got one of the best one-two punches in baseball again. But can that one-two punch stay healthy? That's going to be the concern 
But again, like Frederick just mentioned, you got seven arms, so you got quality backups, not not one level backups, not ace level backups, but you got guys that can get you through some of those rough patches during the season if they get injured. So there you go. Um, let me make sure I get my rundown. Oh, hey, real quick, just a reminder: the streamathon. I don't know why on my <laughs> on my rundown it says streamathong. No, we're not doing a stream of thong, by the way. There will be no thongs on the stream of thong. But I want to remind you guys last year, last year, with your help, this show raised $6,800 during the Barry and Jerry on Deck stream of thong uh, that benefited the children in this community. We were able to raise that $6,800 and buy Christmas presents for um, 10 families associated with the Positive Black Male Association, as well as. Uh, the children that were housed at the Bay Area Turning Point Shelter for Sexual and Domestic Violence Victims. Very proud of that, uh, what we accomplished last year. And Jen is forcing me to tell you that the goal is 10K. I'm nervous. I think we're we, uh, that, that we won't hit 10K. <laughs> White Magic said, how much would it cost to get a stream of thong? Give me a number. Like me? Wear a thong on this show? No. No amount of money is worth my dignity, White Magic. No amount of money. I'm sorry. No amount of money. Would I love to tell you that it's 10K, our goal? If you wrote me a check for $10,000, I would wear a thong on this show. I would love to tell you that. But you know what? I don't love them kids that much. (laughs) Fuck them kids. I got my dignity to think about. No, ain't happening. But I'm hoping that you'll take some of that money and buy some raffle tickets and and maybe bid on some auction items that we're working on. We're going to have a lot of great stuff. Last year, like I said, with your help, we raised $6,800. I'm putting together some flyers and all that I'll have for you. But don't forget, the Streamathon happens again December 11th. We've already got some returning donations and some new donations. We're going to have a lot of cool shit for you guys to buy and raffle and win. It's going to be an absolute blast. Make the goal 25k, and if we hit it, you wear it. I'm telling you, that's you're not you're not even in the ballpark for my dignity, bro. You're not even in the ballpark for my dignity. Now, what I could do is is get you on a loophole. And ten thousand cents, Fidel? No, no, definitely not ten thousand cents. You're going the wrong way, buddy. But what I could do is get you a loophole and say okay, and then wear it, but then wear jeans over it. See, I wouldn't do that to you, White Magic, because I'm not shysty like that. But it's <laughs> well tell. But it's definitely not gonna happen for the amounts you're thinking of. <laughs> Fuck them kids. <laughs> no, hey, listen, I I said what I said, all right? I ain't wearing no thong for them kids. Now, I don't know them kids. They ain't even my kids. I don't even like kids that much. I I feel like there's some sort of my shoe came off. I feel like shoe check. Uh, you guys didn't ask for it. Shoe check. These are my uh, these are my NBA Air Force ones. Look how fancy that is. It's got the little NBA logo in there, and it's just because they they're a goldish color that matches my shirt. That's all. Um, <clears throat> I feel like there's some sort of uh, thongs for dongs streamathon we could do. Anyways, that's not gonna happen. All right. Don't forget the streamathon. I also I watched Shang Chi. We need to talk about that at some point. <laughs> House would probably do it. House would do it for like a bottle of whiskey. House would be like, "I'm wearing my thong." I think he did it for like three or five hundred dollars. House is a broke ass hoe. 
I ain't. I, I'm. I'm a broke ass hoe, but I'm a broke ass hoe with my dignity intact. So no. All right. I tell you what. Walt's at house would do it for ten dollars. Okay. Listen. If you guys raise ten thousand dollars, I'll put house in a thong. There you go. There you go. You happy? You happy? Uh, all right. Let's see. What else can we talk about? Verlander. I got that topic out of the way. Oh, let's talk about this Dion topic. Uh, because this the coaching market right now is hot. <laughs> Jim said, y'all got to plan that one on your own. This too much. <laughs> House did do it for $300. That's what I'm saying. I ain't. Rev did it for the fans. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Trust me, none of y'all want to see my little ass balls and my my stupid looking ass. Nobody wants to see this. All right. Actually, my balls are kind of big. It's the it's it's okay. It's too much. It's too much info. We don't need all this info. I think I talked about that on the radio once about how my balls were like in the top five percent when I got the ultrasound. They were like, your balls are kind of large. <laughs> I was like, yeah, baby, let's go. Big balls, Barry. What? Because it shows you like to scale. I was like, that's pretty big, right? He's like, not bad, fella. Nobody wants to see Rev in a thong. Okay. By the way, blessing and a curse. Big balls makes everything else look smaller. All right. That's enough. This is disgusting. We're live on Facebook. This is for the kids. Uh, all right. What are we talking about? Dion. We're talking about Dion. Focus, Barry. Focus. So they, they talk about the coaching search. Um, where is Dion going to go? All right. So if I asked you, BBB, that's right, Wallace, tell him. <laughs> Jerry said, I just got here. We talking balls? No, 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 we're not. <laughs> Robert. So how about those Astros? Ah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Now let's talk about where you guys think Dion's going to land. If so, they have published the odds of where Dion would land as the as his next head coaching gig. Okay. I'll tell you that the lowest odds on the list is LSU at plus 1,600, Nebraska at plus 2,000, and Florida at plus 2,500. Oh, Lisa. So we just need to pull out of this topic. You dirty bastard, you Lisa. Uh, all right, so what do you think? What is the What are the best odds of where he lands? A lot of people say he interviewed for the TCU job. That might be it. I'll tell you right now, TCU is on the list. It is in the top five. Is it one or not? I don't know. Total Dallas is one, stay at JSU, two, at FSU, or three, go to the pros. Frederick said Dion wouldn't be any worse than Cully. Boy, amen to that. I ain't going to lie right now. If you made Dion, and I don't even like Dion as a coach, I think I'd take him over David Cully. In fact, I'll be honest with you. I think I would take Dion as the next head coach of the Rockets at this point because Silas is ass in my opinion. Justin said, I don't see him as a good fit for D1. Why is that? I, I mean, he might be the best recruiter not named Nick Saban in football over the next five years. We just got to wait and see it. But, uh, hey, what, where the fuck BM been? Who? BM? I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. 
Uh, all right, so here's your top five in reverse. A lot of Texas schools on here. In fact, I'll just go backwards. So I gave you Florida, Nebraska, LSU in reverse order. Texas State is a 1,200. North Texas is a plus 1,200. Virginia Tech, a plus 1,000. USC is also a plus 1,000. Rice, a plus 900. That doesn't seem like a fit. But Rice plus 1,000, or, or excuse me, Rice plus 900, I should say. SMU plus 800. And now your top three teams as far as odds of where Dion will have his next coaching job. Number three, Texas plus 700. Number two, TCU plus 500. And the number one landing spot per the odds makers of where Dion will land. Florida State at a plus 350. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think he makes the big jump. Oh, B-Mart. Yeah, I don't know where B-Mart has been. He's been in and out a little bit. He's not as active on the Discord. His brother bailed on us. Santos said, I don't like you, Barry, for whatever reason, and he left. I mean, he didn't say that, but that's the message I got by not by canceling and not showing up. Um, Florida State, the best odds of where Dion will land. It makes sense. It's his alma mater. I mean, he's been tied to it. But I'll say this. I think that I, I, at plus 350, I don't know. I kind of like some of those lower school odds like North Texas because I don't think that he makes the jump to a big-time program like Florida State right away. Number one, they've been bitten in the past by some of these moves. They're in awful shape right now. Florida State used to be the cream of the crop, the class of NCAA football at one point. They're ass now. They're not class, they're ass. And I don't think they can risk it. From a, from a, from a publicity standpoint, getting Deion Sanders in makes a lot of sense. But then if he's unable to produce immediate results and that's the thing about Dion Dion's not such a great X's and O's guy that he comes in and takes a two-win program and makes him a 10-win program that's not what Dion's gonna do I'm not saying he's bad X's and O's but there are some guys that come in with their offenses like Lincoln Riley and can do something like that right Art Bryles just throwing out a name not suggesting that he deserves a coaching job that's not Dion's strength what Dion's going to do is come in and rebuild your program through recruiting. Now, he's going to bring in some of his NFL buddies and they're going to be, you know, coordinators and all that and cool. Although I don't know if those are the best guys either. But I think he could get a program back on track via recruiting. So I don't know that Florida State right now has the patience to fade a three-year recruiting cycle for Deion Sanders to bring in guys that end up being great. If you're if you're a fan or an alumnus of Florida State, you should you should clear your mind and say, "Hey, we're willing to be patient if that's who you want." But I think there are programs like on this list: North Texas, Texas State, Rice, SMU, even TCU for that matter. That might be willing to let him. But TCU is a big-time program. TCU is a big-time program. So the Florida States and the Texases of the world, it doesn't make a lot of sense. USC doesn't make a lot of sense. I think you need to give this guy three to four years to rebuild a program that will become great based off of his excellent recruiting. Could be wrong, but there's your odds. Florida State at a plus 350, TCU at a plus 500, and the University of Texas 
kind of flying under the radar there at a plus 700. Uh, Alex said, I thought Sanders was big on historically black colleges and university schools. Well, he is. That's why he went to Jackson State, but that doesn't mean he's going to stay there for his entire career. How long has he been at JSU? feels like he just got hired. I want to say this is year two. Um, nine and one this season, seven and zero in conference. That comes after he went four and three in the shortened spring season. Yeah, I mean, if you count the shortened spring season as a season, it was four and three then. He's nine and one now, seven and zero in conference. So, so there you go. I mean, what does FSU have to lose though? Well, the fact is, FSU I think is still a big enough and desirable enough position where you can get a guy that can help you win right now with the recruits that you have, which is the point I was making. Dion's a more long-term solution. Programs like Texas and Florida State and TCU and USC are going, their alumnus are going to want to win right now. Their boosters are not going to want to wait three to five years for this program to be rebuilt. That's just not how it's going to work. That's the only reason. I'm not, again, I'm not saying, I'm not a big coach Dion guy I don't I don't I think he's Dion's all about Dion and I've got chastised for saying that in the past so we'll just leave that out of it but I, I you know regardless of what I think of him as a as what he could do for a program I think you you got to give him you, you you need a program and 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 a booster uh pool that are willing to be more patient than some of these programs would be. So there you go. Hey, can you guess who the highest paid coach in sports is? If I gave you one guess chat, and I mean only one guess, and no Googling, bitches. No Googling. It's not Dion, by the way. Who's the highest paid coach in professional sports worldwide? One guess. Worldwide. All the marbles. By the way, it's not David Culley. I'll give you that. It's definitely not David Culley. Who's the highest paid coach in the world, Craig? Uh, let's see. Oh, I'm sorry. U.S. I said U.S. I said world. I meant U.S. Where is this at? Oh, this stupid story. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's the U.S. That's my bad. Albert Poulos. Okay. No, not Bill O'Brien. Sorry. It's it's the U.S., not the world. I look. I read the article wrong. I thought it was the world because they were throwing out soccer guys too. Took all the thunder out of it, I guess. Calipari. That's a pretty good guess, actually. Mr. Coach Klein. No. Albert Pulos. No. Billy O. No. Bill Belichick. Ted Lasso. Some soccer coach. Probably a soccer guy. Soccer coach. Manchester U. Um, so if it's U.S., what does that change? Nick Saban is a really good guess. Nick Saban is a top quality guess. The answer. Oh, Dabo's a good one, too. <laughs> well, now I get it. I thought, like, Poulos was, like, a soccer coach over in Istanbul or some shit. 
Uh, but yeah, I get, I get, that's a good job. Uh, well, well done. Bill Belichick, the highest paid coach in the United States. I didn't spell shame you. I just fucking read it like it was. I thought maybe there was a soccer coach somewhere in, in Europe named Albert Pulos. That sounds like a damn soccer coach's name. Ooh, Jimbo's a good guess too. It is Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick makes an average annual salary of eight. $18 million. Good question, Flip. Who's second? Pete Carroll of the Seattle Seahawks. Top of the list, it says dominated by NFL players. Pete Carroll makes 14 a year, as does Sean Payton of the New Orleans Saints. Andy Reid makes $12 million, And that's your top five. It's Bill Belichick at 18. It's Pete Carroll and Sean Payton at 14. It's Andy Reid at 12. Uh, and that's your top five. Greg Popovich is the first non-NFL head coach on the list with a salary of $11.5 million per year. What are the Spurs even doing so far? I mean, that's a that's an organization that I just stopped giving an absolute shit about. And it's amazing how much we, oh, Pop is the greatest in the world. Well, Belichick doesn't have Brady, and he's still got us talking about the Patriots, so that matters. The Spurs are third worst record in the Western Conference. Four and ten. Not good, Pop. Not good. Boy, the Rockets lost again last night. This this team is ass, by the way. Can we all just agree that the Rockets are absolute ass? They don't play defense. Their, their, their offensive unit has no... Um, identity they have no there's it's not a fluid offense it doesn't look like they even run a play it literally looks like pick up basketball out there they're just like hey whatever whoever's got the ball see what you can do fam if i'm open i'm open i just this, this is it's a tough watch right now watching the rockets a really tough watch and you knew that was gonna happen you knew it was gonna be a rebuild but holy shit it is tough to watch the houston rockets right now so this man right here that is your highest paid coach in U.S. sports. That guy. The guy that wore that to a press conference. That guy. There you go. Amen to that, right, Joe Pro? Amazing how quick the, the Spurs fell off without a quality big man. Hmm. 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 So in the world... Uh, is some coach named Pep who makes $24 million a year. Oh, appreciate the research, producer Flip. Thank you, man. That's good to know. I like it. Flip over here putting in the work. 19-year-old kid. Give, me, give them three years. What? Oh, the Rockets. I'm not, I'm not saying I, I understand the, the process and the length of a rebuild. I'm just saying it ain't fun to watch. This reminds me of the Astros' hundred lost season teams. It's not a it's not a fun watch, that's for sure. But if you want to get Rockets tickets, <laughs> they're available. Holy shit, are they available? I feel like Belichick is a hobo in real life. Yeah, I feel like Belichick's the kind of guy that like drives. He's like Jeff Van Gundy. He drives like a Honda Civic. He doesn't give a shit how much money is in his account. He doesn't even know his checks go in the bank. His wife buys like. Elvis plates off of HSN 
at two in the morning and he's just like, I just love football. This is, this is all. As long as I don't have to talk to my wife and be around her or talk to people and be around them or do anything other than watch football film. <laughs> that's his lucky money shirt. Man. That's ridiculous. That's it. There's your most, uh, the highest paid coach in uh, U.S. America sports. Drives a pacer. He probably does. He probably drives an old, like, Ford Ranger step side. I had a Ford Ranger step side. I loved and hated that truck. A guy who probably lost his car downtown. Bitch, shut up. If the NBA was 162 games, the Rockets would definitely lose 100. Ooh, you think the Rockets would win 62? Mm, I'm with I'm with White Magic on this one. Can't believe I said that out loud. Yeah, they'd probably lose 130. Holy shit, they're bad. I mean, I'm not on pace guy. <laughs> But if they don't hurry up and get a win soon, they're on pace to win less than 10 games this year. What? What was the worst record last year? Oh, we already did this. Like 14, right? Them. They're going to win less than 10 games. It's going to be sad. It's going to be so sad. Well, the good news is they're going to get the number one pick. (laughs) Maybe. Ping pong balls. Gotta love it. What's up, Marty? Good to see you, homie. All right, let's see. What do we need to get to here? <sighs> Did you guys like my background, by the way? I made a I made a background from a phone. So I have, I it, some of you on the Discord saw it. Maybe if you follow me on Twitter, you saw it. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't give a shit. I don't know. Joel said fade the Rockets. Yeah. So I made this for my phone, which I thought was pretty cool. Pretty neat. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that right there. That's pretty neat. And then... Um, this is what the background looks like. So there's my there's my home screen. And I put the moving forward arrows on it. So when you, uh, yeah, there you go. So that's on the Discord if you want a copy of it. You can just go download it. I, put the, I uploaded the high resolution version for you. You can download it if you want to put that on your phone. If you don't, I get that too. No one gives a shit. Uh, oh, I, I get, uh, what have we got over here? U of H Facebook comments aren't working. No, they're not, Eric. I'm not seeing them. I don't hate you, Chris Reyes. He said, welcome to the 1%. I'm not seeing them in my little thing. No, no, no. No, we're not going to do that. Uh, We're definitely not going to do that. Look, let me show you. This is what my screen looks like right now. So this is my screen. This is what it looks like when I I run this. In fact, I could get rid of the... uh, Hold on. Let's see. Let me get rid of my camera so this is what my screen looks like this is what i look at when i do this show except on the right over here over there that would be what you guys see on the left is what i can cut to so watch it'll be full screen me so there you go now if you'll notice over here on the right this is where all your comments come in and then i have to scroll through all of the comments that i get uh which is why you see me look off to the right over there so i can read your comments and then add them. 
So that's how that works. You should make foam protector covers for Barry on deck. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Maybe that'll be my, uh, actually, no, because then I got to make them for every kind of goddamn phone. Uh, I had, I lo- I had a white Ford Ranger. I hated that fucking truck. It was also a five speed total piece of shit. Steven said, how have you not had a seizure doing this? Well, that's the crazy thing. So these are like the scenes that I have to choose from. So like when I get a guest, when Kelly Eco joins me, I have to load up his thing and then put it over there. This stuff in the middle right here that you see. So this is like, if I want to cut or when I do the, when I yell zoom out, I'm actually clicking on that merge button and watch that'll, that's going to zoom. Uh, well, let's see. That's not going to work. Uh, anyways. Yeah. That's how I zoom out. So this is the slides that I make down here. These are the non-sports slides that I make. I got my overlays. I got my slides, my assets of like all. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing. Got all the audio and then watch. I'll show you guys what my, what my screen looks like. When I stop talking, watch, that'll be a big flashing thing. Look, watch this. See that? You see where it started flashing low volume in red? Yeah, it'll do that. So it'll put up, a, it'll do like a low volume. Oops, it'll do low volume when I stop talking. That's how I know if my mic is muted because I'll be talking and then that starts flashing on there. So this is what, this is what's on one screen. And then what you don't see is my second screen. Uh, my second screen over here is this. Okay, nope, maybe not. Why didn't it show my second screen? Hmm. No worky. My second, I have a second screen over here or there, and that has the rundown on it. It has the live stream and it has the live Facebook so I can see. So yeah, that's why I say you guys, uh, what can't hear you shut up total Dallas. You dumb, dumbass. Uh, no wonder you don't sleep. How do you do all this shit? I don't have a choice. Ozzy. This is the life I live, bro. This is the life I live. See, like I just ran the, you can see, I just ran that Belichick thing. We'll get rid of that slide. I just ran the Dion thing. We'll get rid of that slide. Still got to talk about uh, Carlos Baerga and his weird thing. But so I can get rid of some of these slides that cleans it up a little bit, but yeah, that's what I do. Famo. So Wallace said, so what you're saying is host slash producer is somewhat difficult. Yeah. Now you see. Now you see when I'm like trying to do a show, trying to talk to you guys at the same time, slides and chat and fucking am I up? And I've got to check, by the way, if you, if you look over here at the bottom, you can see these are the stats. So I have to check my frames per second, how much my, my, uh, GPU is running. It's at 45%. My CPU is at 1%. I'm checking statistically, make sure things aren't overheating. Yeah. I'm glad. I don't know why I didn't show you guys that before, but this is the, that's control central for the show. And, uh, yeah. And then I got the, the, my mixer and all that shit. It ain't easy. Okay. Told Alice that you'd be bored if you had a producer. No, I'd actually be able to just focus on the show because a producer would run all of the shit. When I start talking about, uh, Carlos Baerga. I don't have to find the slide and put it on the thing. 
Uh, the producer would just throw up the Carlos Baerga sign and I wouldn't have to worry about it. And if I wanted to be on the same screen with Carlos Baerga, like when I throw it up right now, you don't see anything, right? You're like, what is that? Now I can go and add myself, but I have to manually go in and add myself and, and, and put my camera on Carlos Baerga like that. And so I have to do that live. And then obviously I can take that off if I want. It's just a whole thing. It's a, it's a lot. Uh, no Zach Stacy talk. No, he's not on the rundown. I don't even know what I missed. What I missed was Zach Stacy. What did I? What did I miss? I got. I've got. Sorry, I've got forty-two producers. Uh, what did I miss with Zach Stacy? What did I miss? Zach Stacy. Let's let's see. Zach Stacy wanted by Florida cops for allegedly beating his ex. Oh God. I'll tell you what, I saw this headline. And you know why I didn't bring it up? Because I am like, oh my God, I am so exhausted in dealing with these fucking assholes. And now I'm watching the video. This is absolutely horrible. Wow. And his kid is right there. Unbelievable. Wow. Wow. I saw the headline and thought, you know what? I just need a day. I just need a day where we just have some fun. I mean, I'm a little, I'm a, that's a tough video to watch, man. I'm not going to show this video on the show. Just Google Zach Stacy. It's on the New York post website. Wow. Wow. I don't even know I don't even know what I'm supposed to say to be quite honest with you. I mean I it, no 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 white magic it, it's okay. You know I saw the headline I was like oh not not again another athlete another one. But I didn't I didn't watch the video. I didn't know there was video until I literally clicked on the headline and went to the New York Post website and saw it. Um I don't know what I'm supposed to say. I feel like I'm out of words for this stuff. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm out of words. I just know, God, that's disturbing to watch. I just know that I, I, and I know that they're after him. I'm assuming uh, that they're, he's wanted ex-NFL player Zach Stacy on the run as video surfaces of the alleged violent incident. (sighs) 
I mean, I'll be honest. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be honest with you with what's in my head, which is I've always done when these topics have come up. I feel like we are failing the women in this country. I just, that is the thing. When I saw that video just now, that's the thing that I thought. I feel like we are failing the women in this country. Um, yeah, the allegedly part when, when there's a video of it allegedly is, but, but all allegedly is Shelby is people like me or anyone in the media in a litigious society where people are quick to sue for slander and liable. And yeah, there's the court of law aspect that white magic just mentioned in the chat. That's all allegedly is. It's a CYA. You can see the video. I can see the video. It's obvious. Because what what they will tell you is, what they will tell you is, well, you didn't see the five minutes before that. You didn't see the five minutes after that. You don't know what happened. Let's wait till it plays out in a court of law. Man, fuck that dude. Fuck that dude. I don't need to see the five minutes before it. I don't need to see the five minutes after it. I saw the one minute of a of a of a football player, an NFL football player, ragdolling a female with their child in the room laying on the couch. And once he ragdolls her once, he doesn't just walk away. He goes back. So all of your allegedly's and courts of law and everything else can fuck off. We don't need to see it. I don't need to see it play out in a court of law. Not this time. Not when there's video like that. Just go to jail, dude. Just go to jail and fuck off. Wow, that's disturbing, man. All right, I need to take a little break and collect myself. I don't have a break video. Um, just, just give me a, just give me a couple minutes. I'm gonna go refresh my drink. Uh, and when we come back, we'll try to pick the show back up with some other topics, um, including some non-sports stuff. I've got this security guard thing I've been meaning to get to for a while. We'll talk some food, and we'll 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 talk about some uh, other things. Uh, for sure, including if your dog could call you on the phone, would you want that? We'll get to all of that and more after this break. Uh, I'm Barry Lamadak. This is Barry on Deck. Stick around.
back to hour number two of Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Lavinick. Thank you guys for sticking around through the break. Those of you that did, and man, I see the numbers, and it's like, boy, this is, uh, it's funny. I just want to make another comment about what we just witnessed in the show yesterday and everything else. And trust me, you guys saw one screen of what I do. I have another screen over here with the live feed and it shows viewer activity and stream health and if everything is okay and it shows concurrent viewers and I'm grateful for every single person that watches this show but at the same time it can be so frustrating and I, I don't want you to think that I'm taking those of you that stick around with me for granted but it can be so frustrating when you do a show like this and you you pour your heart and soul into it and you prep and you try to do the right things and and then you talk about domestic violence you talk about sexual assault and you see your numbers damn near dip in half and it's like really and i it's like i told kiki yesterday i don't care but it's disheartening and disappointing and and sure enough i mean i'm gonna lose people at a break that's just how that works i get it but immediately i start talking about the zach stacy thing and i watch the numbers just go down and i think to myself Boy, there are some callous fucking people in this world. There are some, there are some, there are. I'll never understand it. And for me, it is like I was telling Kiki yesterday. It is a difficult thing to deal with because you, you feel like, oh, maybe I should just crack some jokes and be the dancing street monkey that everybody wants me to be. I don't know. It's uh. Such as life doing this. Uh, yeah, that is true, Chris. All three of you stayed on Facebook. And look, we're on it. I might as well say it. Um, Eric Resendez said something pretty, pretty sad in the chat over on Facebook. He said, as someone who saw his mother get beat up by my dad and stepdad, that dude should not be alive. And I told my dad the same thing. It is, uh, it is heartbreaking. Fortunately, I never, I never had to. Uh, I never had to watch. Oh, now look, White Magic, I, I, I understand that, and I usually will try to give a trigger warning when we get deep into things or I say things that might trigger it. But I think you're going to have a hard time convincing me that 20 to 25 viewers would all be triggered in that way. If you wanted to tell me that, you know, if we lost two or three people, sure, I get it. It's difficult to deal with. But I think what it is, White Magic, if we're being honest, is a lot of guys um, don't want to be burdened, don't want to be, don't want to be um, depressed, don't want to be made to feel, or don't want to be made to feel. Like, just tell me some jokes, regurgitate some stats. But don't 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 be real with me. Don't don't talk. I don't want to. I don't want to hear that. Trust me, because I hear from those people. So I'm not just saying this, just shooting from the hip here, folks. And I understand what you're saying, White Magic, and I do understand that people get triggered by this. I do. But you can't tell me that 20, 25 people on an on a given show would be would that many people. That watch this show, and I pretty much know most of the people that watch this show, whether they participate in chat or not. I think it's just some people are shallow. Some people don't give a shit if it doesn't affect them. That's what I think. 
Uh, all right, we're gonna we're gonna pick up the show a little bit. I want to talk about something uh, else that I'm passionate about. Probably gonna lose some viewers on this. Something else that I care deeply about. Something else that means a lot to me, and that's macaroni and cheese. You guys, Popeyes is making mac and cheese, and I don't know. It's just like Wallace, love you, buddy. It's just like a big old bowl of erection inducing jesus look at that oh my god it's got a little crust on it oh, uh how many of you would try popeye's mac and cheese how many of you in the chat would give it a go how many of you what no don't tell me that crystal god damn it no what oh god please <laughs> why? Oh, why? It's trash? Oh, fuck. The Tomball Popeyes has it and it's gross. Fuck. Mac and cheese logged out. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm sure vegetarians and, and fat people just got triggered by my mac and cheese discussion. I know. I want to try it too, Walt. I want to try it. I, I swore. Look, let me ask you this, Crystal. Let me ask you this. Where are you? Crystal, who makes the best mac and cheese? What? what this, is, this is how I can gauge... And don't be like, oh, my auntie. No, I ain't never had your auntie's mac and cheese. What I need to know from you, Crystal, since you're going to be the judge and jury of this Popeye's mac and cheese, because I'm going to tell you right now, from the looks of it, it looks creamy. It looks thick. Listen, I like my mac and cheese like I like my women. Creamy and thick uh, with a little bit of crust on them. Okay. I didn't. Um, Mimi said craft. I'm out on all mac and cheese. Drew, on site, homie. On site, you're going to get these hands. On site? What the fuck you mean you're out on mac and cheese? On site, fam. I'm not fucking with y'all. I like Chick-fil-A. Luby's is trash. Cracker Barrel is trash. All right, Crystal just is about to get a five-minute timeout. Luby's? Mac and cheese is trash. Now I know you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Now, now, well, hey, fam, everybody that was like, oh, I'm not going to eat it now. We back in. We're back in on the Mac at Popeye's because Chris Crystal has clearly doesn't know what she's talking about because she just said Luby's mac and cheese is trash. Let me name you the good mac and cheeses. All mac and cheese. I mean, look, now I will say this, you know, some of y'all think you can make good macaroni and cheese and the cheese is all watery and shit. I've seen some of you nasty bitches throw craft single slices in your mac and cheese. What kind of hood shit is that? Don't nobody want that raggedy ass mac and cheese. You're throwing craft singles 2%. What? No, 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 no. Stop it. I won't stand for this Luby slander. Exactly. Exactly. Luby's mac and cheese is the shit. I'm going to need Crystal to sit down somewhere. Because some of y'all do make homemade mac and cheese and it's aight. 
But some of y'all make some watery ass runny mac and cheese or mac and cheese that's so thick the cheese is like glue. Oh, KB Holmes, wake me up when they start mac and cheese and dance. What could you imagine how good that would be? It'd be like mac and cheese with some little with some shrimp in it. Oh, oh. It's not like Darth Vader. If Dan's had lobster mac and cheese, oh my God. Demata said Luby's is great. Baked almondine with mac and cheese is the shit. I don't know what baked almondine is. I don't even know what the fuck that is. I know their mac and cheese is the, yeah. It's the boo boo. That's for damn sure. Eric said, I'm not a mac and cheese fan. Hey, fuck you, Eric. Remember when I said you were the greatest decade in the history of the world for the next two hours? I'll take that back now. Oh, crawfish mac and cheese. That's a good one, Joe Pro. Crawfish, lobster. Uh, I know like Kobos has that. Uh, uh, what is it? Is it Boudin Mac? Ooh, that's the shit, too. Fidel, my basement is wet, too, bro. But don't worry. Why <laughs> Magic said, if your arms don't look like cottage cheese, I know you can't make good mac and cheese. I I, I kind of, yeah, I mean, look, eh, I don't know. I mean, I know some people that aren't big that make good mac and cheese, man. Some of them in my family. If I make mac and cheese, I'd have y'all stalking me. Oh, well, Perry, I mean, you know, step up, show up or shut up, homie. Let's have it. Although, now, nah, look, I don't want to start this. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me just say this right now. I'm not eating none of y'all's homemade mac and cheese. Mm. I'm sure it's delicious, Perry. I'm really, I'm sure it is. But here's the thing. I don't know what any of y'all's kitchens look like. Some of y'all might have roaches. You might be wonderful people. You might be great people. I'm sure, I'm sure all of you will tell me how clean your house is. Some of y'all are nasty. Some of y'all make mac and cheese. And while you're making the mac and cheese, you'll put the spoon in your mouth to sample it and then put it back in to keep stirring. I'm not trying to make out with you through the mac and cheese like we're kissing. I don't need that. I don't need you licking, eating on the spoon and putting it back in there to stir the cheese in the mac. I don't need I don't need some of y'all with roaches. Why, Magic, you probably bought roaches with you uh, from your old house in the boxes when you packed. I don't need that. I don't know you. I don't know you. I don't know how you taste the spoon. I don't know how good you wash your casserole dishes. Yeah. I'm going to get about 35 casserole dishes on your front porch of mac and cheese. And guess what, Paul? I'm not eating a damn one of them. Not a damn one of them. I don't trust y'all. I don't trust y'all. This is it's the same reason. It's the same reason I don't do potlucks. Because some of y'all let your cats get on the counters and shit and just lay around with their piss paws and doo-doo feet. I don't need that either. It's gross. It's disgusting. And some of y'all are great people. You fucking you live dirty. I've seen pictures of some of y'all's houses. You post them on, on social media. And when I see them, some of y'all's fingernails are dirty as fuck. Now I'm supposed to eat your mac and cheese? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm. Go clean your fingernails. Go clean your house. Go clean your casserole dishes. Stop licking your spoons. Leave me the hell alone. I'm not eating none of y'all's food. I'm not doing it. If we do a berry on deck potluck, don't. Nope. 
Guess what? We would never. If my name's on it, we ain't doing no potluck. I'll have a food truck cater it. I'll have Dan's cater it. No. No. See, that's the difference, though, Matt. That's the difference, though, Matt. At least ain't no food inspector going to fucking White Magic's kitchen and inspecting the kitchen and being like, yo, you got, I saw you eat out of the spoon. No. <laughs> Walt said dirty hands, clean money. Yeah, and disgusting food. You've left the third part out of that phrase, Walt. You're right. You're right, Ray. I'm going to get to it. Um, Total Dallas said, uh, some of y'all are horrible people with clean kitchens. <laughs> Now, I'm not doing a berry on deck potluck. When we do the anniversary get together, when we do whatever it is, whether it's in a park or a restaurant or something like that, mm -mm, don't bring no food. Don't bring me no food. Be like, I baked you some gingerbread. I don't give a damn. You can feed that to that trash mouth because I ain't eating it. Oh, really, Justin? Justin said, bro, you eat at Chewy's. The one in the woodlands is the grossest kitchen I've ever seen. I'm not eating there no more now. But at least there's food inspectors. At least they pop in without knowing it. They're just like, hey, surprise, bitch. All that is that improper temperature. And there's some slime in the ice machine. And you've been tagged and bagged and shut down until you clean your kitchen, nasty bitches. But ain't nobody coming to your house. Ain't nobody going to White Magic's house and being like, hey, tag and bag this nasty ass kitchen. You got roaches. Uh, go wash your hands. Like that don't happen. So at least I know there's the off chance that a random inspection can happen at the Chewies in the Woodlands. Ain't no inspections happening at White Magic's house or Crystal's house or Walt's house or none of these folks. I'm not eating y'all's food. I'm not eating y'all's food. I don't, I'm not doing it. Now back to the mac and cheese. I'm gonna tell you what my favorite mac and cheeses are, and I'm gonna try Popeyes. But I don't think Chick-fil-A when I think mac and cheese. Not that it's bad. <coughs> Not that it's bad. But if I have my choice. Um, and in no particular order, but just the mac and cheeses that I enjoy. Just the mac and cheeses that I like to eat. I'm going to go Stouffer's. Mac and cheese. The, just buy the little carton and you microwave it. It's good. Um, Yeah, we need to do a BOD mac and cheese playoff rankings. That's a good point. Yep. Hey, where's my producer? Hey, write that down, Bobby. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, good job, buddy. Producing. Somebody, somebody make a note of that. Uh, Stouffer's mac and cheese. Yeah, Kobo's brisket mac is the shit. I thought it was, uh, yeah, is it brisket mac? I thought it was Bidia Dia and she, Bidia and Mac. But yeah, the brisket mac, then maybe that's what it was. Oh, it's the bomb. I mentioned that earlier. Stouffer's, I'm going to go, and this is going to surprise some of y'all. And some of y'all are going to, you're going to talk shit. And again, you catch these hands. We're going to do it at March Madness, Jen. We'll do a March Madness mac and cheese bracket for sure. 100%. Done. 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 Uh, Paul knows. 
Some of y'all are going to judge me. Some of y'all are going to tell me that I don't know shit about shit. But I'm going to tell you right now. Velveeta shells liquid gold is the shit. Some of y'all like to make fun of Velveeta. I don't care. I like what I like, damn it. Okay? I like what I like. Stouffer's, Velveeta, Lubies, and uh, what is it? There was one more mac and cheese. And then, of course, I got to throw in a shock's wife, Stacy, makes blackaroni and cheese. Oh, God. And we're actually doing the food thing next week. Um, <laughs> White magic. Hear me out. Mac and cheese rankings in a thong. Bro, if you want to see my dick, just text me. Like, why, why are you trying to see? If you just need to see my ass cheeks and balls hanging, just text me, bro. I'll send you a picture. What? Why are you trying to get me? Shells are my favorite. Good man. That's a good man right there, you guys. That's a good man. No five-minute timeouts on Facebook. Chris said Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Oh, really? No five-minute timeout, huh? Guess who just got muted for 15 minutes? <laughs> that shit just happened. Here. You, don't, you don't think I can time you out for five minutes, huh? Let me just, let me just, let me just hip you to something real, real quick, famo. Hold on. Oh, why is this taking for a second? There we go. There we go. Um, time out. Chris just got muted for 15 minutes. Yeah, that just happened. That just happened. Okay. Let's see. I can ban from page, ban from stream, hide the comment, mute, give feedback, report. Here we go. Let me show you guys. Y'all think you're so slick, don't you, Christopher? Think you're so slick, Mr. Reyes, don't you? Oh, fuck. Well, how's that feel? Oh, that's the wrong one. How does that feel? Huh? Look at that. How's that feel? Can't time you out, huh? Can't time you out. <laughs> Eric's over there. No. Chris, why did you do that? Yeah. How you feel now? Now you got to come back to this chat to, to time in. So there you go. I know I'm so hungry. He messaged earlier that Chris said I'm starving. Me too. Free the one percent. Oh, you you can catch these you can catch these block hands too. TDP. Don't think you can't. Uh, Perry said, "Yeah, Velveeta shells is quick, easy, and good for long work days." I'm tell you, it's good. And a lot of people will shit on the powder craft mac and cheese. It's not bad. I don't prefer it. I, I and you'll hear some people be like, "Oh, well." You, 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 I like my, I like real cheese, real mac and cheese like Velveeta, bro. Velveeta is straight up processed bullshit. So that's why I'm not going to clown powdered macaroni and cheese. But there is an art to making that mac and cheese because you can make it too watery or too thick. Got to be, but that's why the Velveeta is perfect, man. It's just the pouch you pour it in, you're good to go. Add some Jimmy Dean sausage and you have a meal. I'm hard right now. I'm not going to lie. I got me a chub. Oh, my God. H-E-B chicken bacon mac is, does, oh, it's fire. Oh, I think I've had that. You're right. You're right. You're right. It is good. It's damn good. Uh, Sean R., I have. What did Sean say? Where's Sean's message at? Have you all 
Have y'all eaten craft cheese, mac and cheese since you've been an adult? Yeah. Yeah. You don't like it, Sean? <laughs> Joe Pro said Reyes fucked around and just found out. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Uh, Velveeta goes hard. Haven't had Stouffer since I could afford anything else. <laughs> Man, I didn't know what Stouffer's was, and then my stepmom would make that shit. She'd just buy it and throw it in the microwave. Man, it was good. I love that Stouffer's. Yeah, it's not even edible now. You don't know what you're talking about. Grew up on craft and fried spam. Damn, Mimi. Craft and craft fr- mac and cheese and fried spam. Would you fucking drink RC Cola? Eat sherbet for dessert? <laughs> Country ass Mimi. <laughs> Grew up on spamaroni and cheese. What? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. KB Holmes said just Mac in the Heights does good stuff. Oh, I have had that. I had a buddy that worked there. It's good food. It really is. It ain't bad. I'll, I'll tell you that. Never had Stouffer's. It's kind of bougie. It's kind of bougie. I'm getting some sad emojis over there. I think that's I think that's Reyes pumping out the sad emojis on Facebook because you could just uh, you could just pump out emojis. Now I'm pumping out haha emojis while he's pumping out sad emojis. Yeah, hey, like now you're even trying to sad emoji up my stream, and now I'm pumping out the haha emojis, bro. I won't say the hungry man Salisbury steak and mac is good. I'll tell you what's good. I am. I like it actually. It's. I mean, I shouldn't say it's good enough. Weight Watchers Salisbury steak and macaroni. It's not a lot, but it's healthier calorie wise. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Beaumont used to have a good mac and cheese truck. Well, shit. Maybe I'll cancel the stream right now and, and head to Beaumont and go there. Man, I love a good mac and cheese though. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> truck driver Pookie's now over on Facebook. Y'all remember Reyes? <laughs> I will remember you. The funny thing is, he fucked around and found out on Facebook, and it's 15 minutes. YouTube is five. Hope it was worth it. Now, let's talk about, if we're going to talk food, let's also talk about this. I forget who tagged me on this. Someone wants there to be a new Reese's challenge. They want to know if I could eat this whole pie. I feel like I could too. I feel like I could eat it, Shelby. I think I, I think I could do it. I think, I think I could do it. Look at that. I mean, if that's one slice, that's probably, you know, if you div- divided that into fourths, I think if I didn't eat anything else, though, that's the key. Like, if you're asking me, could I eat a meal and then eat that whole pie? No. But if I didn't eat anything else, could I eat that whole pie? Yeah. I mean, last year, I did the Reese's Challenge, and I ate, I don't know how many of them damn things. But I ate a lot. I think I could do it. I think I could eat the whole thing. I do. I think I could. That pick makes my teeth hurt. Dave said that pick makes my... Yeah, I just got a cavity. Look at that, some bitch. I just got type 2 diabetes. Putting that on the screen. Sorry, I just gave the whole internet diabetes, guys. Sorry about that. Um... <laughs> 
Joe Bro said, oh my, my diabetes just got aroused. <laughs> Robert, are you serious? Robert said those pies are going for $500. What? No, fam. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not paying for that. I'm not paying for that. Mm-mm. I'm not paying $500. I'd pay $30. $500? I'm sorry. No, no. I just paid $300, uh, $350 to have a, a stump grinded in my yard and debris picked up because I went around cutting all the underbrush. So worth it, by the way. I'm broke now. Oh, it's because they sold out. That's why. I thought they were like, I was like, man, fuck Reese's as a staff record label and as a crew. I'm paying no 500 retail aftermarket. Uh, you know what? Does DH gate have those pies? <laughs> fucking be like, <laughs> fucking be old Peter Pan peanut butter in the middle of that bitch. And the Werther's chocolate on the outside. Ah, shit. Oh, raggedy ass DH gate Reese's pie. Be a fucking, I almost said something racist. I'm glad I caught myself. I know. <laughs> Matt said, damn, everything's getting scalped these days. There's an aftermarket for everything. Fucking pies. I mean, white magic, I would hype beasts for worse things than this. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty good. Um, Will said, I'm going to fry a turkey. Do you want some berry? I'm, I don't think I've ever had fried turkey, but Will, buddy, um, I appreciate the offer, but I'm just going to reiterate one more time what I said earlier. I, I can't see your fingernails. I can't see your kitchen. I can't watch you cook it. I don't want to eat it. Some of y'all are gross, Will. I'm not saying you specifically. I'm just saying I can't take no chances, Will. I'm sure it's delicious. I'm sure it's delicious. Uh, no, thank you. Uh, Lisa said, I bet I could make a pie that tastes just like it, but Barry will never know. Damn it. Shit. Shit. I'm sorry. I mean, I've seen your fingernails, Lisa. I think they were clean. Can't trust you. Will said, um, I'm slightly insulted. Well, it's not you. I mean, I love real, real Lisa. I love her to death. I'm not eating shit from her because I don't see, I can't see her kitchen. I'm not doing it, guys. It's, I'm just, I can't do it. I've never participated in a potluck at work in my life. In my life. And I work with them people. I also know I would see pictures of them with six cats and 58 dogs and four kids. And a, and a disgusting ass looking husband. Look, that was my tree guy. It's the woodpecker tree service. <laughs> get it? It's so cool when I called him today to get the tree service guy to come out. His voicemail, it's got fucking, and you hear a fucking woodpecker in the background. I was like, oh, he's fancy with the voicemail. Wallace said, I don't blame you at all, B. I'm the same way. Ooh. Now, Lisa, hold up, hold up, Lisa, hold up. 
Lisa said we could zoom my kitchen. I'm not, I'm not opposed to that. I'm not opposed to that. Might not be a bad idea. What did I do? Shelby said, damn, Barry. What did I say? What I what? I don't trust. I don't. I love I love y'all. I can't trust your kitchens. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't trust your kitchens. Seriously, some of y'all are, are gross behind the scenes. If if that offended you, then you're probably the gross one. If it didn't offend you, you're good, fam. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Some of y'all hadn't cleaned house in a in a while. In a while. A while, wow. So I'm good. All right, so we got the Reese's pie. I think I could eat the whole thing as long as I didn't eat anything else. I definitely want to try this Popeye's mac and cheese. Uh, there we go. Now, what the hell is what the hell is happening right now? What just what the? I'm fucking muted. How the fuck did that get muted? That's weird. What the fuck is happening to my shit right now? This isn't funny, y'all. Technically, it's fucking melting down right now. What is happening? What is going on? Raya says that's for my timeout. I don't know what happened. Okay. You know what? I just want to end this show. Oh my God. Okay. That low volume alarm. Well, I wasn't looking at the screen, apparently. Uh,. What do I want to do at this point? Do I just want to pull the cord? Just call it a day. Um, what time is it? 3.45. I was telling a story. Fuck that story. Fuck this show. Fuck this day. 
Yvonne said, you had me cursing. Pull the cord and get ready for your show, Barry. I think part of it is frustrating because you guys get so much joy out of watching me fail and flounder. I'm just like, oh, fuck y'all. Oh. Uh, it's when I look down and I see everyone in the chat laughing at it. I'm just like, oh, God. That's the frustrating part. Because you saw what I have to watch. This is, this is. Uh, okay. All right. Well, I'm not going to go. I'm going to give 10 more minutes of this stupid ass show. I'm not going to continue the story. I don't know why it cut out. I hope it doesn't do it again. Uh, I am going to tell you about this story. So I I will say that this might be a trigger warning for some of you. Not because it's. It might be trauma inducing, but it's also gross. Um, so this lady is let me pull up the story here. This is Sophia Eurista. Oh, that's a Sophia Eurista is the lead singer of a cover band, a rock and roll cover band. That is her. And she is in trouble <laughs> I just saw a tweet about it. She <laughs> Robert said, Oh, I know what you're about to say. Yeah, that's like I said, trigger warning. So Sir Sophia Eurista is the lead singer of a band called Brass Against. And it's a cover band. And she and the band are in trouble because during a concert, at Welcome to Rockville, she was singing a Rage Against the Machine song called Wake Up. And while performing, she peed on a dude. She peed on his face. Like, if I was going to recreate this, she's Standing on stage and she's singing and the dude, she's standing above his face and she's on stage and she takes her pants down mid thigh, still singing, squats. And starts pissing on his face. 
like legit pissing on his face. And I was like, no, that's a, that's, that was, it was all fake. There's video of it. There is actual video of this seemingly nice young lady dropping trowel and peeing all over a dude's face. And he, you know what it reminded me of? You remember when Triple H would come to the wrestling ring and be all and water would fly out and it looked like smoke? He's legitimately laying there She's peeing. He does the pee flies out. She pees some more like, like full on ass pee. Yeah, exactly. Jen. It wasn't a trickle like Ray, like a fucking racehorse. Like I'm talking about a full fledged piss. And the dude's just laying there and she's peeing. And he's just like, He's pumping his fist. He like he's excited about it. He's like, yeah, piss face in front of the world. And she's done peeing and she pulls her pants up. She just walks off, keeps singing. Well, they since had to come out and apologize for what she did. It could have been worse. I guess so. Could have been could have been worse. And yeah, PP Dubs, Davey did volunteer for it. Absolutely he volunteered. He was like, yeah. Oh, you want to pee on my face? Hell yeah. Let's go. He liked it. Which is gross. So they tweet out November 12th. Well, how's your day going? <laughs> because Loudwire tweeted brass against on Twitter and said, well, I guess that's where you would tweet someone is on Twitter and put YUPP. <laughs> and they responded with, we're still processing. This was profoundly unexpected. To which they then had to release another one four hours later. And it said, we had a great time last night at Welcome to Rockville. Sophia got carried away. That's not something the rest of us expected. And it's not something you'll see again at our shows. Thanks for bringing it last night, Daytona. I mean, she's a classy looking lady. White magic, that's awful. Flip, that's inappropriate. <laughs> Frederick, you kids and your music. Um, I got to make sure I'm still not fucking muted. I, I changed scenes. Am I still on? Okay, you can still hear me. Oh my God. It's so frustrating doing this shit sometimes. Yeah, Paul said, what about people that are going to show up for that? I want to be like, hey, when is she going to piss on somebody? That's the whole reason I bought tickets. It's pretty crazy, but they had to come out and apologize. Rightfully so. 
I'm trying to see if there's any more. These are just all T-shirts on Loudwire. I don't even know what the fuck Loudwire is. Um. Oh, they even mentioned it. He started spraying pee out of his mouth like Triple H. That's exactly what it looked like. It's exactly what it looked like. Uh, if you actually want to, ch- here's the link to the footage. Okay, I'm not posting it. But if you just go to loud, uh, here's what I'll do. I'm going to post, for those of you that are gluttons for punishment, I'm going to post a, a, the link to the Loudwire article in the chat right now on Bo, uh, on Facebook and on um, YouTube. Chris said, but did she wipe? <laughs> Reyes. So here's the article for both, for anyone that wants to go read the article. In the article, it's like an Easter egg hunt. In the article, you will also find a link to the actual video of her peeing. Dropping trowel and peeing on a dude on stage, in public, in front of people. Pretty amazing. (laughs) Fidel Fidel said her OnlyFans about to be popping. That's hilarious, Fidel. So, got that one done. I, I still haven't gotten to this security guard story. I guess I'm going to have to get to it tomorrow. Joe Pro said, stories like this make me feel wonderfully boring, and I'm okay with that. Well, you're a rock guy. You never pissed on anybody, Joe Pro? I can't tell you how many times at a comedy show. I'm just like, hey, folks, so what else is going on? What do you do for a living? Oh, yes. <laughs> Uh, I want to get to the security guard story, but we'll have to do that tomorrow. I got to the Reese's, a metal cover band. Someone made a website that shows how long it takes Elon Musk to earn your salary. We'll get to that tomorrow as well. Um, got a lot of stuff to get to. Got the mac and cheese today, so that's good. Verlander, Dion. Still didn't do Mac Jones's pregame meal. It's okay. It's not that impressive of a story. It was just backup. I think I need counseling after this. Did you go watch it, Sean? Did you go watch it? I just watched it on YouTube for research purposes only. It's on YouTube? They let it be on YouTube? Hold the fuck on. They're going to hit me. They're going to hit me with copyright strikes and warnings because I showed a fight and talked about it. I got a warning on my YouTube channel early on with this show. Not a full-fledged community strike, but a warning. That's bullying. No, it was a dude punching a bully in the face. On YouTube. What the fuck, man? I just don't understand the rules anymore, I guess. I think I need to take the Venmo down. I think that's that's bad form, I guess. I don't know. Let me go. Where's my Venmo thing at? Let's get this off of here. How do I take that down? Is it here? No, that's not it. Oh, is it my scenes? Oh, it is my scene, I bet. Yeah, let's take that down. There we go. Don't need that anymore. Well, I imagine that I found on X videos. That's such a... Um... And, okay. I'm not reading none of that shit. I was I was gonna make a comment about X X videos being bootleg, but I won't do that. Uh, all right, what time is it? It's three fifty six. Let's get out of here. Let's go.
What a roller coaster of a show. We had good times. We had bad times. I kind of like the zoomed out look here. Kind of cool. It's fun. Fun and funky. Supposed to be getting a Christmas tree in here soon. I'm going to have a Christmas tree like right over there. Right, 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 right here, right here. Probably take this, this chair out. Get a Christmas tree in here. I'm going to put some, uh, look. I bought some LED lights. Somewhere over here. What the fuck? It just came apart. Anyways. Hey, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget, programming note, we start at 11 a.m. in the morning. Hopefully, I fucking won't mute myself. So frustrating. Hey, I love you, though. Thanks for being here, as always. Sorry we got heavy. Again. Try to be entertaining for you guys. Sometimes we get real on this show. All right, Mr. Reyes. I'm sorry you got timed out. You know I love you, buddy. You're my you're my special one percenter. Hey, I'll see you guys tomorrow. 11 a.m. Be here. Thanks to my guest, Kelly Ego, for ignoring my text. Thank you, Dimata. I love you, buddy. Happy birthday, man. I'm so sorry I missed it. You know I love you, though, famo. Hey, until tomorrow, do me three favors. It says on the sign right there every day. Be safe. Be kind. And love each other. See you tomorrow.